lot of truth behind that one. You gotta listen to that money talk, baby. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Man. What did they just, somebody was just talking about this. Uh are they not in the Hall of Fame? They may not be. That would be weird. They're I mean, ACDC has to be one of the most rocking rock and roll bands of all time, man. How could, yeah, I'm, trying, I'm looking <laughs> it up right now. You know, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, though, from what I understand, not what it okay. used to be. Back in the day, it would be a big party, no cameras allowed before cell phones, and everyone would get together and jam and have a good time. And uh, now it's all very publicized, and it's almost like getting your Hollywood star on the walk of fame you know i think you kind of buy into it more than anything yeah so they were inducted in 2003 all right you know Uh, who's not allowed in there i believe is uh ted nugent if i'm not mistaken ted nugent no way almost certain and it's probably some political bias involved but i i do believe the Nuge is not in the Hall of Fame, and he will most likely never be voted in. Because <laughs> he is probably, I'm not, I'm not mistaken Nuge, here. That was a t- dude. There's another band everybody was talking <laughs> about. I can't remember what song it was. I'm pretty uh, sure Ted Nugent was asked recently about getting into the Hall of Fame, and he, in so many words, said the Hall of Fame can go, uh, could go pound sand. Essentially. (laughs) Uh, He actually, he told him, he said, my politics are the U.S. Constitution. (laughs) I I love it. Great quote. Yes, man. Yeah, and that's that's all you need to know as to why he's not in the Hall of Fame. Again, I think a lot of politics get involved. Isn't that the attitude of rock and roll? Like, that should have just bumped you up, up the line. Well, you know, you shit on the Hall of Fame, I'll like be honest, oh, well, that's man. actually the most rock and roll thing you could have done. Welcome in, my friend. Rock and roll has taken a weird turn in the last several years. Uh, Green Day was live on some show, maybe even New Year's, if I'm not mistaken, and they did a whole. They changed the lyrics to one of their songs to make it anti-maga, and so now Green Day. They're no longer anti-establishment, anti-government, right? Because they play for the establishment. No, they're an- Frank, anti-maga. We're anti-establishment. That's why we're going to celebrate this man who's been in politics for 40 years. I know. We're going to back him. Not the guy that everybody in the mainstream media, everybody in politics, everybody's trying to get rid of. No, we're anti-establishment. Like Antifa. Uh, <laughs> Anti-fascist. <laughs> Well, and then I just saw this week, believe it's the Rage Against the Machine, they have declared, or at least one of the members have publicly stated that they are no more, they're no longer touring, they're not a unit or a band currently, and there is no potential in the future for them to tour or play music again. The Rage Against the Machine is over. Rage Against the Machine... One of those quintessential anti-establishment bands from the 90s who then raged only in 2021 if you had your vaccine vax card, oh, right? Wow. So they, they yeah, raged yeah. for the machine when uh, the tide had turned. Green Day, rage against the machine. You guys are just a part of the mechanism that you used to rage against. It's, it's pretty outrageous, uh, but that's, you know. Green Day now doing concerts pro DNC, right? I'm sure they're going to bring Sam I mean, There's nothing freedom. less rock and roll than that. Yes, right? you should be anti the whole thing. You know, that's punk. Dude, so <laughs> the, I, fi- I finally found the article I was actually kind of referencing. Uh, it was it was uh, outrageous rock and roll Hall of Fame snubs. All right. They, we, we actually, you went on like a great little uh, bit about this band not too long ago. Jethro Tull. Yeah, man, Ian Anderson, the greatest flautist in rock history. <laughs> Never made it in. That's Come crazy. On. Man, their music stands alone. Nobody sounds like Jethro Tull. And that's rock and roll. Like, And then uh, the one that I, I really, I can't believe, man, Boston. What? <laughs> Dude, yeah. Excuse me? Dude, Boston? <laughs> 
Boston, the greatest album. Boston, Boston is the greatest classic rock album of all time. How could they not be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? I get Isn't it. Isn't that crazy? I get it one and done when it comes to the album, but I'm sure there's some one-hit wonders in there. I, I, bet, oh. I bet Peter Gabriel is in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Uh, Sam Smith, I think, just got in. <laughs> That's right. I'm not even joking, dude. There's so many f***ings and like people that don't even know what rock and roll is are in there. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, I To I'm be fair, you want to get in there, you got to dress like a f but actually fuck women. <laughs> you know? Well, predominantly women. What happens in an orgy happens in an orgy. But, right. Yeah. Hey, we don't uh, criticize or judge the likes of Prince or, <laughs> you know, David Bowie. You know, what was going on in those orgies, you know. They can't be held accountable for what they stuck their their dong into. (laughs) (laughs) Ozzy Osbourne, also not in the Hall of Fame. Really? Black Sabbath? (laughs) Are you kidding me? (laughs) Crazy Train? What? Iron Man? Dude. Okay, so right here, right now, we've established Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, zero credibility whatsoever. Who cares if you're in it or not, then? It doesn't matter, actually. I'm more embarrassed if you are in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah, no, actually, it's just... Missy Elliott is in there. See, there you go. Okay, so the true Hall of Fame Uh, of Willie Nelson? (laughs) Willie Nelson? I mean, I like the guy, but that's not even... George Michael's in there. So good thing we got George Michael, but not Boston. We figured it out now. (laughs) (laughs) Dolly Parton is more rock and roll than Boston? That's right, dude. DJ Cool Herc. Come on. (laughs) I was telling Emma she's a huge fan of the Euphoria show starring Zendaya, the chick who dates Spider-Man, and uh, one of of the chicks in it, you're going to like where I'm headed, one of the main characters, this blonde babe who's very uh, bodacious and has some large breasts and is always flaunting her body, uh, apparently is in the music video for one of the new hits out of the newest Rolling Stones album. And and it was very controversial, and it went viral because uh, people claimed that she was being sexualized and objectif- objectified and all this stuff. And they interviewed the chick, and, she, you know, the whole video is her on the back of, like, a Corvette convertible just, you know, whipping her hair around to the music of the Stones as the Stones jam around her on the billboards. And she's just loving the Stones and life and, you know, flaunting her body. And uh, they asked her about it, and she goes, that was nothing objectifying. I loved it. I would do it again. I love the Stones. You know, like, <laughs> it was a great time. The guys rock, man. <laughs> Fail. That's right, dude. <laughs> But come on, if you're a babe in her 20s and the Rolling Stones are like, hey, you're hot, we want you to be in our music video, you're going to be like, yeah, do what you want, man. I'm all in. If you're a babe in your 20s, any rich guy says, hey, you want to come be on this Corvette in a movie? There's something about the Stones, though. They still got that charisma, that energy, that rock and roll energy, that energy that Pete Davidson Davidson's always (laughs) questing after, the Willem Dafoe energy, (laughs) if you will. They got that big Defoe energy, you know? But you know what? Guys like uh, Mick Jagger and Al Pacino and company, these dudes in their 80s, they're still having kids. They're out there banging. What are all the losers like Timothy Chalamet up to these days? Uh, dude. Uh, dude. Oh, my God. <laughs> I take it back. Chalamet, is, he's, he's banging ladies. <laughs> dude, tell me you checked out the newest season of Survivor. So I don't subscribe to whatever they're airing survivor on is it paramount or okay yeah i'm not not in the paramount Uh, for those who haven't seen it they decided to go with an all-female cast this season and 50 percent of them are dudes i don't know how they fucking found (laughs) so many fucking female dudes no, dude. Dude, I am Are telling you, you about, right like, now, actual... if that is a sample of our fucking population as America, we, dude, there's like one guy you might be able to call a man on there. I'm not even joking. I, dude, I'm not. I don't even know how to describe it. Like, the, like this one guy is just like this actual two... guy that's a chick. I'm confused now. You know the world we live in. Are there? Oh any... no, these are just very feminine men. Okay, so these, it's not these just are women. men who okay. are so feminine. They've never done anything in their life. <laughs> they're they're just 
they're they're bigger bitches than the women. Dude, there's one point where like this like small white girls like literally looking around like, am I the only man here, or am I the closest thing to a man here? <laughs> like, I'm not even joking. I'm not even joking. It's so sad where we've come. <laughs> As a population, dude. I think it's a good idea to put together a show where we have some butch lesbians compete against some, like, really soy boy, wimpy white dudes and uh, just kind of see who survives, actually. We know the the butch lesbians will survive. That's a good call. Well, you know, it makes you think, like, now I know why so many people fell for this idea that men and women are equal. Dude, go go look at Survivor. They're equal. (laughs) (laughs) They're fucking equal. This one bitch of a man, dude, he, like... He can't climb up this ladder. No. And then, and then he starts crying. And then, like, this other, like, eight, dude, this other is a gay Asian. Like, he's just an openly gay Asian. Has All to right. go help him and, like, carry him up this ladder. Of course. And then he, like, collapses on this. Dude, he just is such, and he's crying. Wow. Like, dude. We- weeping on a ladder or next to it? Could he not? No, at this point, he has water, and he's sitting on a bench, and he's crying. Wow. Because it was so emotional. <laughs> and then, he's, then when he gets back to camp, they had to have medical look at him. Like, oh, literally, wow. the guy bruised his vagina. We need to call in medical. And uh, <laughs> he gets back He gets back to camp. He talks about the anxiety. Oh. All the anxiety. This is just so much anxiety. Man, I'm telling you, you got it. It's worth subscribing just to watch that. Because you will see why Joe Biden wins the presidency. holy shit man these are yeah they're just not people i can't believe these are people walking around in our society there's a lot of it out there but there's probably just not a a good balance going on on tv we're mostly seeing these types of dudes because these are the dudes that get screened and allowed to be shown to the public because ultimately whoever is you know executive producing these programs the message is being sent that this is the modern day version of masculinity. That old version is toxic. This is the new version. This masculine fella, according to our new standards, cries like a child when he climbs up a ladder. <laughs> <laughs> because he, dude, that's the worst part. Is you see these guys. You, there's like half of these men you can tell just have never done anything physical in their entire life. You know what I mean? Even the one that's skinny is just like toothpicks. It's like, you never, have you ever done a push-up? Then the other guy's just like fat, but he can't even get himself up a ladder. Wow. How do you get out of bed? Yeah, man. What what is going on, man? It blew my mind. Do you remember like when you first watched Survivor? It was like fucking (laughs) ex-NFL players and like well the first winner was famously a gay fella actually richard and he got yes he was and he would walk around naked and it was a huge deal got survivor on the map man richard (laughs) the first the first survivor fucking remember that you fucking (laughs) i I don't forget a dick when i see one mike door just got a little bit more open <laughs> we're talking uh what seven eighths here people seven eighths out that door that closet is gaping wide open <laughs> richard richard hatch yeah that's right man that's so funny i totally forgot about that guy oh man ditch hat dick hatch come on dude. <laughs> <laughs> that was the guy we should have known it was fake from day one come on <laughs> He's not gay. He's oh no, never mind. I thought that said Emily, but it's uh because the screen is cut off. It's Emiliano. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the whole thing uh, was that he was gay. He was married That's... to a he was married to a Joanne. I don't think he's gay, dude. I thought that was a big deal. Maybe I I have some of my storylines. Survivor's been on for like twenty five years. 
23. You got to look at this guy's resume. It's, 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 you don't know what to go with it. I think he was married to a dude at one point, See but then I'm married saying? to a chick. <laughs> he, went to na- he went to National Lewis University, but then went to prison for 50, 51 months. <laughs> <laughs> like, like this, guy, this guy can't decide who he is. Well, I think he got in trouble for tax evasion from the winnings of Survivor. Oh, if no I'm not mistaken. <laughs> Three counts? Yeah, tax evasion. <laughs> you know, I don't remember my mother's birthday. <laughs> I can't recall my high school graduation. But, um, okay. but a good dick hatch? <laughs> can't I can't forget a dick hatch. <laughs> That's so funny. Great memory, yeah. <laughs> Well, what a spectacular story around the first winner of, at that time, we were not in the world of reality TV. That was the first major television show where everybody was watching it, and you know what I mean? And you were seeing allegedly real people doing weird stuff in real time or on camera. And Oh, dude, this is really funny. So he, got, he originally got caught and sentenced to 51 months for his uh, 2006 tax return. But after they convicted him for that, they went all the way back to his 2001 tax return, which was the money from the game. (laughs) And he received an additional nine months. (laughs) It's incredible, man. Yeah, Yeah, that's the story. (laughs) Richard Hatch, man. Well, uh, it's funny you were mentioning kind of the feminization of our culture currently. I don't know if you saw the article... I uh, was going over it with Emma yesterday, and we were absolutely beside ourselves. Uh, trans golfer Haley Davidson wins women's I tournament, can't. increasing chances to LPGA qualifier. And I, <laughs> Emma was like, oh, she's not really into golf. And I'm like, you understand, like, this dude could end up crushing a bunch of women and win like millions of dollars. <laughs> like, in the- no, he's going to win. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen this guy tee off? Dude, you got to look at the picture of this freaking behemoth man. It's unbelievable. He's, he's huge. So Emma had the, the statement of the day. I'm going to give her full credit for it. But uh, she, we were looking at the picture laughing, and she goes, oh, my God. It looks like Jim Carrey wearing the mask without the green color on it. <laughs> Yes, it is. It looks like Jim Carrey wearing the mask without the color. This dude. With with fucking nails painted. Like, literally, all this dude did was paint his nails. He's he's huge, man. This guy. Yeah, his shoulders are so broad, dude. When you see him practicing next to the other chicks. Everything is wrong. When you see the picture, it just messes with your head a little bit. But again, I can't get over the fact that We'll be tuning in to the L... Oh, God, I get these letters all confused now with the BLT Sandwich Guru. LPGA Tour. They're going to have this dude up there, and he's going to crush all these women. And we're going to see this guy win. It's going to be, I'm sure, celebrated. And it'll be all over the news. Dave Muir will probably probably cry while he's reporting on it. You know, Amy Goodman will dedicate it like an entire day to it. It'll be so beautiful and and, and wondrous and inclusive. Oh, it's historic. The, yeah, the it's historic the, the dude. first tranny. Don't say dude, Frank. It's clearly a beautiful woman who stands six two. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this person won the next golf professional uh, women's golf tour, whatever that is, and. Yeah, all right, there you go. This is inclusivity, mm. this is uh, equality, or equity, or whatever you want to call it now. We got dudes who were crap in the men's league, so they just, you know, grow some titties out and slap on some lipstick and nail polish, and they beat the ladies at their game, and now they're winners. It's incredible. <clears throat> That's incredible. I, I, who's falling for this? Like, who's really pushing? I don't know. Who's really believes believes it's fair, you know? I just think it's hilarious at this point. We're we're at serious <laughs> levels of comical hilarity. No, I mean, do, do you, look I, at I, the picture I mean, of this guy. Realistically, do you think that somebody's out there? Like, are there people out there that look at that picture? They read that article. They're like, "Oh, this is great. 
Yes. Yes, I yeah. think people believe this is progress. Definitely not the feminists. My uh, fellow turfs out there, let me hear you roar. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Scratch that armpit hair. I think I got it right this time. Um, but yeah, so when it comes to this inclusivity stuff, uh, I got a twofer. And I'm going to hit you hard and quick with a little Florida jab. And then we're going we're gonna to just kind of jump over to the other side of the country and See what old Gavin Newsom's up to in California. Are you ready for this? Are you excited? I uh, can't wait. All right, here we go. So Florida, this is what they're doing in Florida here. New at 9, Florida Republicans are moving ahead with a bill that would keep pride flags out of government buildings and public schools. The bill would also prevent lawmakers and teachers from wearing pride-related pens. It explicitly prohibits flags depicting racial, sexual orientation, gender or political ideologies. In state or local government buildings, Republicans say children are being indoctrinated in schools. Opponents say it's a violation of free speech. Florida governor and Republican presidential candidate Ron DeSantis hasn't commented on the legislation. Oh, okay, so we're taking away the flags, man. All right, this is going to be, I'm sure, a huge deal all week. I can only assume Amy Goodman is already getting ready. I think they should upgrade that to also include other countries' flags. <laughs> you want to you want to put a flag in your classroom and it's a public school? That flag should be a fucking American flag. Yes, you're psycho. Yeah. That was my thought immediately when I listened to this. I, I put up an good. American flag. Put up your state flag. That's it. That's county it. flag, city flag. That, no, we're not putting up Ukraine. We're not putting up your fucking flag. We're not putting up your race <laughs> flag. Nothing. Thank you. Yeah, you know? dude, I am. Right on the same plane with you on this one. I thought, yes, this is a great start. Let's take down all the flags. Unless it's the American, but, leave up the American flag. All right, perfect. And you're right just in the ball. Like the, State just flag, like perfect. the Christians had to do and the Jews had to do and the Muslims, if you want to have a school where you put up your flag f***s and everything, your, you know, whatever, and you want to celebrate gay, this and that, well, take your little religion and start your own private school. Yes. Yeah, and then in your little private religious school, you can dig mysterious tunnels underground where we discover soiled mattresses. <laughs> we all forgot, right? <laughs> the tunnels. One, what the frick? What was going on with those tunnels, man? Nobody wants it. We buried hey, the. Nobody talks the about it on the media, almost like they're owned by the people <laughs> who dug the tunnels. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody can talk about them tunnels, dude. They <laughs> totally dropped that one. It's unreal how fast that story disappeared from the media, man. And it's one of the most bizarre things to happen, not just in 2024, probably in the last year. And we've had a lot of weird stuff go on, but I'm going to throw down the secret tunnels in New York, <laughs> you know, with the soiled mattresses, <laughs> where the cops raided and all the Hasidic Jews went berserk. <laughs> I mean, can we get some some more info on that, please? That was crazy. Do I got to file a FOIA request? What are we doing here? Uh, how deep are these Jews? I mean, I know they just put out some bullshit story of, oh, no, no, that tunnel, that was so we could pray during COVID. I know. What? what? <laughs> okay. That makes sense, I guess. Because... Every station on TV that you own is telling me that. So, <laughs> dude, dude, I can't, I can't believe. Like, here's the funniest thing about the tunnel story is whenever big stories like that come up, I'll, I'll toss it out on the show, maybe briefly, with the expectation, like, oh, we're gonna be, we'll be deep diving this like a week from now, right? <laughs> this, is, no, yeah, this is a good one. No, <laughs> tunnel story disappeared into the air. It was gone. Yeah, it's not even like we don't want to talk about it. There's nothing to talk about. There's no facts. They will release zero nothing information. No, like I think they buried the tunnels or 
maybe something. I have no idea. Poured what, concrete what in there, apparently. Did you hear about the guy that was like complaining about hearing Yiddish under his floor? <laughs> no. <laughs> Dude, one of the, one of the, there was a guy, I guess, who lived above the tunnel, not knowing it. And he was complaining for like months that he kept hearing Jews speaking underneath his floor. And everybody was like, dude, you live in the you live on the bottom floor. Like they just started calling him anti uh Semitic. He had of to like course. delete his he had to delete his Twitter because he was like talking about it on Twitter. Wow. And then it turns out there was actually a tunnel under there. Wow. <laughs> oh my god, man. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like I mean, this is That's Can creepy. we not talk about this tunnel? That's freaking really creepy in my opinion. Like, who knows? You know, here in Denver, I mean we got that. Denver Illuminati Airport situation where they've been digging under there for like 20 years. I mean, th- there could be Jews under my floors right now as we speak. <laughs> oh, man, that's... That's, yeah, that's a weird up. one. That's All right, a, so... Uh, at, least, at, least we, at least they caught the tunnel because we got like two days of... Good, like. As soon as they found the tunnel, that was it. The floodgates were opened on the Hunter Biden cases. You're right. We, st- yes. we started getting some crazy information. Something was floating across the sky in Africa. That's we had the right, UFO yeah. The jellyfish. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, like it was that uh, we got hit hard with some some info that we've been dying to get. You know. Oh my God! They found the Jew tunnels. Show them the mothership from the sun. Show them. <laughs> MSNBC admit the <laughs> admit the laptop was real. <laughs> That's right. Bring out Joy Reid. I don't care. Just make her say something racist. We've got to distract these fools. Uh, so, anyways, uh, we got the Florida thing. They're banning the pride flags. And I was just, uh, I thought it was interesting that they're kind of heading that direction. And Florida, top three state in America where most people are migrating to. You know, they're leaving places like Illinois, New York. Um, Colorado even, California definitely. Um, I was watching Bill Maher this weekend. Did you catch any of it? Uh, dude, I, like, couldn't, I couldn't watch the whole thing because it was just way too much. Unwatchable. I mean, for somebody who claims to be in the center, it, it seemed pretty left-wing in that a studio there. You, oh, know? you mean... uh? You weren't persuaded by his centrism with Ari Melber <laughs> from The Beat on MSNBC? Oh, dude, I was, like, trying to clip it. It was unclippable, but the, what, there is, like, dude, there's a couple parts where even he has to turn to the audience and tell them to stop. Yeah. Because, dude, all he has to do is say Marjorie Taylor Greene, and then they start laughing and cheering and, <laughs> Like, he didn't even get to the joke. He didn't even say the joke. He just said Marjorie Taylor Greene, and you're already laughing. (laughs) That's right, dude. You know what I mean? It was like, all he had to to do was mention a right-wing guy, and and that that is it. They start laughing and cheering. It's like, dude, relax. And the minute he said, uh, Donald Trump is guilty of a coup, the crowd goes nuts, you know? And he's like, well, let me finish. And then now you guys are arguing over how he's guilty of a coup? That's right. I, I, did you catch that? I found it amazing how they're sold on this coup d'etat and the idea that without a shot being fired, except for one in the other direction, uh, that this was an insurrection and people were there to take over the government. It is such an absurd bullshit lie to continue peddling at this point i just it's hard to take bill maher seriously and i almost kind of sense he's having a hard time taking himself seriously he he sounds like a buffoon and someone who's quite frankly obsessed with donald trump because now he's trying to tiptoe around it he even he's admitting january 6th was not a coup right but he he's saying the coup is Donald Trump denying the election yes. this long? That's what. And, yes, dude. And then they're ar- they're arguing about it back and forth. And uh, let me let me just mention a coup for you. Uh, when they shoved the bayonet up Gaddafi's ass. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Do, do you think anybody was sitting there like, <laughs> I don't know if this is the day of the coup? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's 
that's that's a good old fashioned uh, American sponsored coup d'état. But and it was very it's, it's very my point is it's very obvious when there is a coup, very obvious. Yeah, when man. there's an insurrection, it's obvious. Mm-hmm. That's why it's so obvious that there wasn't because you guys can't even agree on when or if this thing happened. What got me from the language of this Jan sixth situation is he did have to concede that ah, you know it's definitely not a technical coup or insurrection but he used this phrase where he said it's now what he did that day that is the insurrection the insurrection is what he did that day and then never said since that day to today you know like uh like he yeah. the insurrection now apparently to guys like bill maher is everything donald trump has said and done since jan 6th to now right and, well, and before, no, no, from when he lost the election till now. Yes. Because he was saying that he incited it by denying the results. By never admitting that Joe Biden won, that is, in itself, the insurrection. But forget about 2016 when Hillary wouldn't call him a legitimate president. Right. And <laughs> the left wing protested his inauguration. Yeah, the pussy hats, man. Come on. We remember the pussy hats. Yeah, forget about those days. Wasn't it uh, not my president? Wasn't that yeah. the slogan back then? My God, people. Dude, uh, that was, it's really disturbing to watch like that Bill Maher. I mean. It's a weird episode. Looked, honestly. And then he's talking to a lawyer. The guy's like, I'm a lawyer. Yeah, I'm a lawyer. And you know what? They do have everything they need to charge him with insurrection. Nobody's been charged with insurrection. That's right. Not one person, yeah. including Donald Trump. Has yeah. not, nobody is being charged with insurrection. Because <laughs> it didn't happen. I, that's what I mean. What, what are we even talking about here, people? Maybe you guys, are, this is just because you guys are scared you're going to lose the election. Maybe you should start running a campaign. That's too late for that, man. <laughs> they got nothing. Well, they do have something. And I noticed it at the beginning of the episode. Bill decided to kick things off this year. His season premiere in 2024 with none other than <clears throat> Gavin Newsom, <laughs> one of the most disgusting lizard people to ever crawl out of the caves. Uh, this guy, wow, I thoroughly enjoyed. I had to rewind several times watching his little interview because it's just hard to get over the fact that Gavin Newsom loves Gavin Newsom. He freaking loves Gavin Newsom. And then when he's on a stage with ass kisser Bill Maher, who, my God, man, can you define spinelessness more than Bill Maher? I mean, I couldn't believe you took his dick out of your mouth long enough to ask a (laughs) fucking question. My God, did you kiss that guy's ass? Wow, was I grossed out by Bill Maher in this one. Right, You know from... they got a room afterwards. They had to. <laughs> well, yeah, before and after. I mean, these guys. Frank, you got to admit, as much as I hate the guy, Gavin Newsom, fantastic at playing the political game. And he worked that the guy, room. It, it was his fans in there, man. Like uh, Bill Maher. Uh, even, dude, even when he goes to like, even when he goes to like unfriendly territory, he never loses that smile. And he just keeps pushing. Like, even you could look him in the eye and know he knows what he's saying is bullshit, and you know it's bullshit, but he'll just smile and keep pushing. He'll stay to that narrative. Yes. You know? Which is why the clip I took from all of it is my favorite part. It's towards the end, where Bill Maher, you're right, finally removed his phallus from his mouth (laughs) long enough to ask an actual question of sorts. Um, he, he finally throws down a little heat on Gavin to make it seem like he's a man in the middle. Uh, so he he asked Gavin about their newest policy that was enacted this year, the start of January there in California, where all major retail stores must now have their, uh, boys toys section. Then they got their girls toys section. And then they now must have their gender gender neutral toys section, uh, and so that's a that's a new thing. And um, Bill's gonna 
I was going to drill Gavin about this. No, it's stuff like there's a new law in this. I think we have way too many regulations and laws, as we've (laughs) talked about. And this one, I think, says if you're a department store with over 500 employees, you have to have a gender-neutral toy department. Stuff like that. Yeah, I get it. So do you think that's no, but it's silly? Do you think that's a silly See, thing? that right that there is, yeah, I get too it. Much this is government, really stupid. Too much. <laughs> yeah, he knows. But I'm, but I'm about to pack it up. But I fully support it, and I'm going to tax you more money. <laughs> that's right. Fuck you. That's how, that's how people like him and Jared Polis operate. They, they don't believe in their bullshit policies, which tend to ruin people's lives on the regular stage. You know, but these elitists, these assholes like Jared Polis and Gavin Newsom, they they pass these laws because then they can pull out their stupid retard commercials in about a year from now and, and run for some sort of higher office like senator or both of these ass clowns want to be president at some point. So, you know, oh, yeah, we're, we're all in the green energy and the gender neutral toy section. Yeah. Yeah. That's what that's what he should really admit to is this is really for votes. <laughs> the progressives will only vote for me because I do stuff like gender neutral toy aisle. Yes, I'm buying votes. You have to. This guy's an asshole. All right. Government there. That, look, that, that's an interesting one because the, the department stores came to us supporting that. And they were the ones making a case for that. Uh, they were making guess they're already moving in that direction. Why did you and, make a law about them? Well, they, they, they supported the legislation. <laughs> it was legislation that was enacted, that was initiated uh, from my office, but it was legislation that came up with interesting support from the industry itself. But I understand how that's exploited, and good people can disagree. But that's not something we woke up and said, this is a top priority for the state, when we know the top priority is homelessness, housing, the issues of crime, quality of life, and issues related to regulation and taxes, which are all top of mind. But I get how those hey! things... Priorities of homelessness, housing, the issues of crime, quality of life, and issues related to regulation and taxes, which are all top of mind. But I get how those things are a weapon. You guys are clapping. What has he done to address any of those issues? All you do is appoint people to look into it and then spend more taxpayer money. Oh, you know he's going to create a czar of some sort and pay him six figures and he's going to look into it. For yeah, four years. he's going to hire a whole team. He's going to get a secretary yeah. in there, you know, and everybody gets their four weeks of paid vacation, right? And you know, well, God forbid one of them gets pregnant, then that's nine months that's off, right, I'm man. assuming. Man, I don't know how we're doing this now. Got to hire someone to replace her while she's on her paid leave for nine months for maternity. And if you have more than 100 employees, you also have to pay for the nanny to take care of the baby while she's recovering on her maternity leave. Of course, Mike, we're talking progress! Yeah, <laughs> man! How far are we going to go with this? I don't know. Well, we're gonna let, know. Let's let the seals clap for a little bit longer here and... Uh, and then Bill's going to top it off here, uh, just the way uh, Bill knows how. So, when I got you here, because I live here and I'm not going anywhere, so I just want to make this a better state like everybody Amen. else. And good job this year making it rain. You're welcome. Is that a jab at the chemtrail theorists? That was, that was a, you, a little fucking... Little jab at you there, Frank. I think he's jabbing at those who believe in the geoengineering and the climate cloud seeding and chemtrailing. Damn you, Bill Maher. All right, you you caught that correct? Right. Oh yeah, he's making fun of you. I know. Damn it. Right. <laughs> You're welcome. That was uh, that was uh, yeah. Because that was my legislative priority. It, yes. was, it yeah. was looking bad there for a while, and we still don't have enough water in the Colorado River and all this stuff. Yeah. And then whenever I read, 80% of the water goes to agriculture. Almonds. Right. No one ever asked you about almonds? Oh, you finally got this guy on your show. And instead of asking about his vaccine mandates or the fact that he locked down California and went to eat at French Laundry, you're going to ask him about Almonds. Bill Maher, shame on you, sir. Yeah. You pathetic, spineless loser. Good call. That's why I don't believe you when you say you weren't for the vax, but you got it. No, no. You fucking hook, line, sinker. You buy all the shit. You are a left winger. You don't know. Nah, just leave it up to Bill. 
to suckle on old uh, <laughs> Gavin Newsom there for an entire 10 minutes and to remove it just in time to discuss nuts. You know what I'm saying? That's, uh, <laughs> that's right up Bill's alley. loser i can't believe this he you know during the lockdown he was one of the few guys on the mainstream if you will kind of sort of speaking out against it on some level barely but mike you were right i was wrong when it comes to bill maher the man is just part of the machine him and gavin newsom and his best friend that he went to college with nancy pelosi's daughter they're no different They're a part of the same elite club. They go to the same parties. They hang out with the same people. And it's them versus us. And they're mocking us. Yeah, and if you don't don't believe it, go listen to his podcast. You will get the real Bill Maher. And he's a fucking Democrat. He's the full-blooded, blue-blooded, whatever, blue-blooded Democrat. A blue no matter who? (laughs) Yeah, that's it. (laughs) And the number one thing I have to prove that he has admitted his voting record is 30 years of Democrats. <laughs> I know. It's so unreal when people say they're in the middle or centrist, but they've only voted for Democrats for their entire lives. Yeah, dude. Now, I have a new thing. When you tell me you're in the center, I go, oh, really? Have you ever been accused of being a right wing? Ah. Uh... No? You've never been accused of being right wing. So then that means you're a left winger. Because if, you're, if you actually do live in the center, the people on the right accuse you of being a liberal, and the people on the left accuse you of being MAGA. Right. You know? Man, I, I gotta say, I just was shocked at how zero energy was put towards what this dude did during COVID. Gavin Newsom was one of the loudest spokespersons for the lockdowns, he was the the most prominent governor internationally when it came to some of the harshest and most retarded restrictions that were imposed on people. Uh, I mean, but you're, dude, you're 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 like you're operating in a world where people have admitted they've done something wrong. Bill Maher has nothing to question him on because nothing has been proven wrong. These guys weren't wrong. Oh, even if they were maybe wrong about one or two decisions, they were right for the time because at the information <laughs> they were working with the information they at the time they you know that was the information that was out there. Like none of them have ever you know admitted anything wrong. That's incredible. But it, all you need to know is Gavin Newsom uh, confidently goes on to Bill Maher and shakes hands and yucks it up and laughs the night away for 15 minutes and gets all the right cheers from the crowd. Uh, but you don't see Gavin Newsom slipping over to Adam Carolla's podcast and, uh, you know, kind of discuss what's going on in California truly. Yeah, no, because he'll actually push him on the homeless situation. <laughs> he'll actually ask him about the lockdowns. The crime, dude. Bill Maher didn't even ask him about the freaking, like, crime. The fact that, like, every major store has left San Francisco because of the crime. And then, and then G comes into town, and you guys clean up San Francisco and lay out the red carpet. Did you ever Kick see... Kick out all the homeless. Well, there was some weird conspiracy going on in regards to that. Uh, allegedly, a lot of the homeless... Kind of never came back. Like, they disappeared, those homeless. Were they Uyghurs? Oh, that's... <laughs> <laughs> she, she looked around, and he was like, you guys don't know what to do with them? You just label them a Uyghur. Then you do whatever you want. You uh, put them on a train and take them up to Alaska somewhere where nobody will see them and put them in some sort of camp, right? Isn't that how it works? <laughs> What you do is you build a camp, and then you just kind of concentrate all the people you don't like into this camp. Yes, kind of like what all you liberals wanted to do during COVID with all of us (laughs) plague rat non-vaxxers, right? 
Well, you got people that don't agree with you that just don't do whatever you say. <laughs> you just got to concentrate them into one spot. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, that is funny. Yeah. Huh? What do you think they did with them? I don't know. I just find it fascinating. I haven't been What's to San Francisco recently myself, but and I haven't looked into it. This one kind of disappeared along with the tunnels under Brooklyn. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's just... the. They rounded them up seemingly overnight, disappeared to them, and then Xi came to town in San Fran. They showed off the newly cleaned city to their lord emperors, and then when Xi left, the homeless just never really reappeared. Mm. So maybe they took a page out of Mayor Daly's book from back in the 80s, it was well known that Daly was booking one-way tickets on buses for homeless people and sending them to California. Yeah, but that only works because the weather's better. Right. I mean, homeless people aren't that stupid. Well, They're not going to, like, you know. It's kind of cold in San Francisco. You could book them a ticket to San Diego. Good call. Right? <laughs> I don't know. San Diego better? It's warmer. It's closer to Mexico. Probably a little cheaper, more affordable. You could probably mix and mingle with the migrants flooding over the wall as well. Yeah, but you know what I'm just thinking? You never hear about, like, San Diego just passed this law. They're going to give immigrants the right to vote. Or right. They're, give the, they're giving homeless $5,000 a month and a, <laughs> and a cell phone. You know what I mean? Like, maybe San Diego's not too hip on the homeless. and. I don't know. I I haven't really looked too much into San Diego. I feel like they're getting hit pretty hard with the migrant situation, just like Arizona, just like Texas. Have you been following what's going on at the Texas border? They've the state. I've been following it. I feel like Chicago is on the border at this point. (laughs) There are so many immigrants walking around, dude. But I I think they've kind of plugged up the hole a little bit right now there in Texas. I mean, they, they've they overridden the federal government, and they have the state troopers or whatever it is, the Texas state uh, military. Do they have their the own National military? Guard. National Guard, right? They're, Every state has its own military. All right, so they, they've overridden now the national forces and the border patrol, and I believe they're just stopping everybody coming through at this point, which is good. It's a good thing, but we we could potentially see some sort of like civil war, right? Isn't this kind of how civil war breaks out? Yeah, man. Yeah. Go watch Survivor. There's no way we're going to war. There is no way we're going to war, and I have... Have you seen the real men in Texas? (laughs) (laughs) Come on, dude. You're right. That's all the men we have left is Texas. Those are like oil rig workers and shit. Ranchers. They don't even need guns to kill those f***ers in California, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you oh, got to watch that Survivor, man. I'm telling you, that is incredible. Well, if you need to know where we're at societally here in America, look no further than how we are accessorizing in the modern era. You can now get the flavors of a basket of chicken wings all day long without the fat and the carbs and the calories. Burt's Bees is teaming up with Hidden Valley Ranch for a new line of lip balm. The flavors are ranch, buffalo sauce, celery, and carrot. The idea started as an April Fool's joke a few years ago. They made it a reality after fans went wild on social media. But here's my question. Do you layer the flavors or are you just over here putting celery on? See, you guys missed the whole story of that story is they started it as a joke (laughs) and then America proved how fat they really are. Yes, man. (laughs) Oh, my God. We got ranch lip balm, baby. Yeah. Welcome (laughs) to America. Why even bother with the carrot? (laughs) Yeah. I know, well, you know, so they can feel good about themselves, right? Yeah, but nobody's using that carrot. You're going straight for that ranch. Yeah, you're supposed to drown the carrot in the ranch. 
<laughs> you put the carrot lip balm on to make your mom right. happy, but then you put the ranch over it, you know? Ranch lip balm, man. You, they have the buffalo sauce there, too. This is unreal. I know. Everybody on the news, they were like, you could, you could put the buffalo on your lower lip and the ranch on your upper lip. I'm like, God. Oh, that's so disgusting, man. One guy even went so far. For, oh, dude, I forgot. I think maybe it was WGN. They even said, like, uh, this is really good now at a time where everybody's taking Ozempic. Oh, of course. Yeah. Eating, so you could have the lip balm. I could just lick so my lips. So you can remember the times when you did eat. That's you know? <laughs> Before I had intestinal paralysis, I used to eat kind of things like this. That's fucking terrible. <laughs> Yeah, that actually makes a lot of sense. We need to be able to access the flavors in the age where we're not actually eating because of the Mongerno and the Wagovi and the Ozempic. Right, cause after, after like three months of just swallowing saliva, That's you, know, right. you want to mix it up with a little flavor. You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm blown away at how much people use the lip balm I am anti-chapstick. I have been my whole life. I have always felt that it's there to get you hooked on it, and you just keep using it. Mm. Right? This is, this is where I'm the gay one. I actually I have to use it, dude. Not uh, all the time, but like when you work uh, outside uh, in the cold and the wind blowing. Oh, yeah. No, I, I know why you need it, you know, like for people who are outdoors or like skiers, people who are avid skiers and snowboarders. You get that kind of chapped lip action that the only relief you're going to get is from the chapped stick. Absolutely. Especially if you're out there like eight, ten hours, you know? But that's yeah, when. I even got to keep lotion for my hands, you know? Oh, wow. I, uh, we found the Finocchio, folks. <laughs> hey, now. Long showered and lotion hands. Oh, you know wow, man. Uh, yeah. And where do you keep your Tampax next to your uh, lip <laughs> next gauze? To the lotion. Yeah, yeah, okay. Right on, man. As long as you're always, always with the, within arm's reach. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got the hand lotion and the lip balm. Now, are you a flavored lip balm man? You get like a cherry going on there or a grape? No, I go straight. Carmex. There you go. Like that's the, like the squeeze tube one, kind of. You know. Well, that's how you know you're using it for the designed medical purposes. You're not just excessively, you know, caking your lips with balm. Yeah, no, no, just one, and I never use it really. Just like something, you know, when you have to sometimes. All right. Well, I'm a huge fan of this new ranch buffalo flavored lip balm. I'm not a lip balm man myself. Uh, but I'm happy that... Uh, you're back to three quarters, I'll give it to you. I'm happy I'll take that, that people are out there bombing it up and being able to, you know, lick their lips from time to time and have that experience, fantasy may it be, of digging into a nice big basket of chicken wings with some ranch and blue cheese. No blue cheese, <laughs> though, right? That's how you know we're, we're an idiocracy culture. If we were more sophisticated, you'd have the blue cheese vari- uh, variation in there. <laughs> but no, we're too stupid to have the blue cheese. We don't like that kind of high-class flavor profile. We're, we're, we're settling for the ranch, all right? Ranch. I don't even know what ranch is. It's like terrible. What's in ranch? I don't know. It's hard. Do you know how to make it? You know, I was thinking the other day how I have had in the past at former restaurant gigs to recreate ranch on the fly. Very difficult. There's, you could argue, mostly dill going on with that flavor with the buttermilk. That's pretty crucial. Uh, but ultimately, there really isn't much recreation going on with the Hidden Valley Ranch. That's the OG. You know, everybody knows ranch as the Hidden Valley uh, ranch right. that's out there, and that has its own thing going on spice-wise. I imagine there is some mystery element that is just pure cancer and just, like, shrinks your testicles or something. <laughs> uh, but they're throwing it in there, and that's what makes it taste so good, right? That's the only way. Oh, dude, you are on point, man. Yeah, buttermilk, salt, garlic, onion. Uh, You got dill, dill. parsley. Yeah, dill's... Still's pretty key in the buttermilk. I, I've made ranch from scratch. 
on the fly and you know had you know I've worked for places that do it uh proudly but I would argue never as good as just those bars where they're taking the package of the Hidden Valley shake ingredients they're dumping it into just a whole thing of mayo and a whole thing of buttermilk and you just stir it up and <laughs> is that really how you make it yeah man <laughs> oh and it's so good you can yeah. drink it baby i mean that's a, you don't mess with the good thing you know and don't try to make it healthy all right if you're getting the chicken wing mm. you're already going down the fried food path you know just coat no, but it it's chicken it's not red meat that's right yeah <laughs> Sorry, it's my mistake. <laughs> For those wondering, I think Frank's kind of nailing why the statistic just came out that uh, young people are getting colon cancer <laughs> at, a, at a ridiculous That's rate. That's right. And I see a little throw out with the MSG. I bet you there is some MSG going on. That would actually make the most sense uh, when it comes to the I heard that was Valley. bullshit. That's maybe bullshit, yeah. I, I heard the MSG is not bad for you. You it, know who told me that was the MSG factories. That's right. <laughs> Hiroshima, welcome to MSG. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude, it is MSG's in Hidden Valley. There you go. That's all you need to know, and that's probably what makes it good. The MSG in the Asian food is what makes it delicious, so I, I'm not anti-MSG. I don't know why there was a huge movement pushed against oh, it. Oh, Frank, but... don't worry. The U.S. Food and Drug Administration, the FDA, has classified MSG as a food ingredient that's generally recognized as safe. Oh, nice. <laughs> they say the same thing about what they cloud seed in the skies above our heads. Perfect. G- generally recognized as safe. What kind of classification is that? And how are we putting that in our food? I mean, there's foods like, and I might be off, but I believe Pop-Tarts have wood pulp as part of their ingredient. You know, I think I did see that, and it's because they allow like a certain percentage of wood in our food. Yes, we're eating any of or a lot of the pre-processed frozen goods, like uh, not just the pop tarts, but even you know the um, what is it, the hot pockets? Oh, and, like Jake's Pizza. Yeah, like anything dude, that you're getting like a meal for four bucks. Yeah, there there's definitely yeah. this wood pulp ingredient that they have been introducing into foods for quite some time. I mean, I, this goes back to probably 70s or 80s, but they've been They've been wood pulping us for a, a while, and you are correct, sir. There is a certain percentage that's allowed in it. Just like I'm not too far off, there's a certain percentage of non-beef allowed in the beef. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> There's a percentage of not actual meat that's allowed in your meat. That's how the FDA works. But I bl- isn't- Listen, the FDA, they were reasonable. They said you could have 1% of Sawdust or wood pulp in food. I'm sorry, <laughs> one third of one percent. There you go, man. One third of one percent is allowed to be sawdust, wood pulp, or wood pulp. Man, that is insane. That's so nuts. It should be zero percent. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like when it comes to food, the FDA should allow only one hundred percent food to be passed as food. It should be one hundred percent edible. What's the acceptable written? None. Yes. None is acceptable. Zero, man. Zero percent. Zero percent. Let's start at zero percent. Our work our way that way. All right, forward from there. Zero percent allowed. Now go. It's but that's why Taco and, and for Bell. ground beef, uh, it's allowed to be one. Yeah, a one. Uh, it's about to be. It's allowed to be one third filler, right? Which is the pink slime that they get away with, and then uh, they let you choose the filler. That's right. Yeah, sometimes bugs, sometimes other mystery, uh, mystery meat <laughs> going on in there. Maybe human. I believe there is a percentage of human allowed by the FDA in in meat. No, I'm almost. There's, that, there's yes, no way. Absolutely. No way. Yes, dude. Because a lot of times there's incidents where like a guy's hand gets cut off. And it just gets processed into the thing, but it ends up just being like a percentage. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm telling you, they allow a percentage of human in the meat, man. I'm telling you for a fact right now, they allow a percentage of human in our. Uh, shut the fuck up! Shut the fuck up! I just typed in: Is human meat allowed in food? CBS article from 2010. 
11 totally disgusting things. <laughs> FDA allows in your food. <laughs> yeah, man. God damn it. Dude, it's, it's, it just sickens me when you're right about certain things. <laughs> Some things you shouldn't be right about. I know, yeah. but it's, it's horrible. I'm right about most. So uh, speaking of being right about most things and some things, I'm usually right about the time, and believe it or not, folks. Oh, my God, the ins... Oh, dude. Oh, my God. What do you got? Per 100 grams, you're allowed uh, 20 maggots or <laughs> eggs. Oh, God, man. <laughs> yeah. Dude, rodent hair. Oh. oh, yeah, dude, there's so much... Horrible dude, the feces, dude. Yeah. You gotta. Oh, we gotta do a deep dive on this. Well, I always encourage people to deep wash the produce when you get it home from the grocery store. <laughs> That's number one. And number two, I'm serious. When it comes to meat, buy local, buy organic. It's it's and the best it well. way. It's just the, yeah. And oh, I dude, I am not on board with the medium rare rare eaters out there, dude. I, I'm. I'm I'm well well aligned with the uh, compadres we have from the southern border there. I want it cooked almost totally black, like just oh, completely yeah. cooked down. Chop it up into yes. small pieces. Yes, fry the shit up. Just cook it down so there's nothing living in that meat.